Welcome to Pure Gold, an honest, no-nonsense take on what it means to live daily with sexual integrity, offering practical tips and suggestions on how to strengthen your character, deepen your transparency, and grow in truth through the power of Jesus Christ. I just want to take a couple minutes just to share some thoughts on um, on a subject that's um, been on my heart this week. Um, I was reading one of the verses this week I was reading um, for my devotions was talking about temptation. And so I want to I want to just spend a couple minutes just talking about uh, about that about that subject about temptation. And, um, you know, temptation could be many things uh, to many people, I'm sure maybe to you. Uh, temptation. When I say that word, temptation, you may have your own things that tempt you. Um, you know, I think temptation is is unique to every single person. Um, so many of you guys know that my wife and I lead a ministry called Purity for Life, um, sort of out of our home, and it is a ministry helping individuals live with sexual integrity. And so, um, when I say the word temptation. I, you know, traditionally often think, um, you know, my mind goes to, you know, a sexual temptation, you know, because I work with so many men and my story, um, my story is one from, you know, a sexual addiction into recovery uh, and healing from, you know, from sexual impurity. Uh, So my mind typically goes to, when I say temptation, to that, you know, to that realm. But your temptation could be totally different. And it could be, um, you know, a temptation for food uh, or a temptation for um, success, um, a temptation for approval, for affirmation. Um, You know, maybe that's where we start right now is, is when I say that word temptation, what does that prompt in your heart? What temptations uh, are, do you typically wrestle with? or come knocking on your door at certain times in your life? Um, I think it's a pretty a pretty major question to ask. So I wanna just start real quickly in Matthew 26, verse 41. In the Passion Translation, it says, keep alert, and this is Jesus, right before we even start here, this is Jesus talking to the disciples in the garden as you know, his time of, um, uh, you know, his time leading towards the cross is coming. This is Jesus, um, uh, you know, talking to his disciples who are sleeping as he is praying um, in the guard or in the garden there, and um, uh, and so this is what he says to them. He says, "Keep alert, keep alert, and pray that you'll be spared from this time of testing." He's talking about the up, the um, upcoming time where he's going to be taken to the cross, where there's going to be betrayal, right, from one of the disciples, from Judas, and he says. You should have learned by now that your spirit is eager enough. It's willing, it's ready, it's able. But your humanity, your flesh, right, is weak. And that's what he says to them. He says, your your spirit is eager enough, but your, your humanity is weak. And so I feel like I feel like the first thing we need to say is that is that temptation itself. Temptation itself is not a sin. I think it's really classically understood. Like when, when I say that word temptation, people go, ooh, that must mean that you're getting ready to, you know, make a bad decision or make a bad choice or, or sin in some way or, or screw up in some way or choose the wrong thing or, you know, whatever it is. But we need to realize first that, again, and I feel like this, this bears repeating, that the temptations we face in life are not sin. They're not sin. 
how we align ourselves, what we do in the midst of that temptation, whether we choose to agree and, and align ourselves with that temptation and therefore, you know, um, take an unhealthy route, right, which is like a shortcut and a shortcut to a, leading to a dead end is typically what that is. So temptation itself is not a sin. How we align ourselves, how we align ourselves and what we do with temptation um, really matters and determines, you know, what our destiny is. So I just want to share this with you that temptation itself isn't a sin. And this is kind of what I wrote in my journal. I said, but when we take a shortcut, we clearly don't know where we're going. Right? A lot of times, you know, maybe sometimes we do, but sometimes when we take a shortcut, you know, we might have the directions that somebody gave us. But how many how many of you, you guys know that, like, typically men, obviously, that, you know, we say, oh, well, you know, I, I know if I take this sign, uh, this turn to this turn, that, um, you know, that, that you know, I, I'll just get there. I'll get there as soon as I can. You know, there'll just be a um, uh, it's just a shortcut. You know, I'll get there much quicker. And so when we take a shortcut, typically we don't know where we're going. We don't know where we're going and we'll always hit a dead end. So I just want to leave you with that idea right now uh, because we're going to, I'm going to jump back into some landscaping right now. Um, and I'm going to come back a little bit later today to kind of resume this thought, but temptation itself isn't a sin. But when we take a shortcut, when we clear, where we clearly don't know where we're going, we'll always always hit a dead end. And so I want to leave you with that. I'm going to tease you with that a little bit. I have some other things I want to talk about with uh, temptation regarding temptation and really, you know, what, what temptation means in the midst of, you know, like in our souls, like how do we approach that and how do we deal with that? Hey guys, welcome back to, uh, I guess you could say part two of this discussion on temptation. Uh, shared a little bit on the front porch this morning um, some initial thoughts about temptation and uh, just this idea that that temptation is a is really is it, while temptation isn't sin, temptation is a shortcut to a dead end, and it's really really important that we know that that um, you know know the distinction between temptation and sin. Um, that every single person deals with various temptations in life. Um, we all deal with different kinds of pulls, things that we try to uh, medicate ourselves with to help us to feel better in some way or help us to feel more fulfilled. And so this morning I shared uh, with you guys um, scripture in Matthew um, where Jesus is talking to the disciples and uh, in some ways is sort of frustrated. I get the idea that she's sort of frustrated a little bit with them that um, they were asleep, you know, while he was praying and you know, he's getting ready to go to the cross and be betrayed. And his whole, you know, it's this idea that, you know, you need to be alert. You need to stay alert. And, and um, uh, well, let's just go back and read it. Let's just go back and read it and review. Why don't we? So it's Matthew 26. Here we go. Matthew 26, verse 41. Just to review sort of what we talked about this morning. Uh, Jesus is saying to the disciples, keep alert and pray that you'll be spared from this time of testing. You should have learned by now that your spirit is eager enough, but your humanity is weak. And so I just think it's really important that we, again, just understand um, that, first of all, temptation isn't sin. 
because it's the classic definite, you know, classically people thought, well, if you're tempted by something, uh, then you must be getting ready to sin. Well, that's not the case. Temptation is everybody has their own unique temptations. And, but it does not mean temptation is not sin. But temptation, uh, yielding to temptation is essentially like taking a shortcut to a dead end. And so I began to share that thought this morning and had to jump back into some landscaping, which, by the way, went really great today. So um, so temptation itself isn't sin, but when we take a shortcut where we clearly don't know where we're going, we'll always hit a dead end. And that's kind of where we left it this morning. So I just want to kind of continue with this. Yielding to temptation is like trying to take a shortcut. Instead of taking the right journey of exploring what's going on inside of me, I cut out the hard work of soul searching and take a route that may seem more comfortable and works more quickly to meet my need. But the shortcut never does meet my need. It only drives me further into myself and away from God. So I just want to share that with you this morning or this evening, actually, that um, we need to be aware of the temptations in our lives. We need to be aware of the pulls and the triggers in our lives because, you know, what that's pointing to is that there's a need inside of me. Typically, if, if we're experiencing some kind of temptation or experiencing some kind of trigger, uh, some kind of pull towards something, um, it, it's essentially communicating that I have a need inside that needs to be met. I have an emotional need. I have a physical need. I, maybe I have a spiritual need or, uh, you know, an emotional need or mental, you know, whatever it is, relational need, you know, but there's some kind of need there. There's some some kind of desire awaiting to be fulfilled. And oftentimes what we do is we just medicate ourselves with the wrong things. We medicate ourselves with food or with sex or with Netflix or, you know, you fill in the blank of the things that maybe you found yourself medicating, even maybe in this time of quarantine right now, uh, where you've, you know, maybe you've, maybe you've been practicing social distancing from your friends and from your, you know, friends and, you know, the public, but you really haven't practiced social distancing with the fridge, right? But, you know, just the things in your life that you've been pulled to. um, And, you know, for those, you know, like myself, you know, who my story is that that I came out of a sexual addiction to pornography. Um, You know, maybe the, maybe this is a time right now that's just been really tough for you, you know, to stay pure, to stay, to stay sexually pure You've been spending a lot more time at home, online, um, you know, maybe outside of, of community with people. So, you know, I just think that it's really, it would be really good right now for you to sort of take an inventory, if you will, of the different temptations maybe that you deal with. Because I think every single person has them. I don't think this is a, uh, you know, temptation isn't just a thing that comes, you know, that, that, that happens to a person struggling with an addiction of some kind. I feel like we're all tempted in some way. So a couple scriptures there for you, just to review again, um, you know, just so you, you guys know here is, um, again, go back to uh, Matthew twenty six forty one, which we read this morning uh, and we read tonight, and also Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, um, which I, I want to read, actually, I haven't even read that. Uh, It says, he understands humanity, and this is he being God. He understands humanity, for as a man in Jesus, our magnificent king king priest 
was tempted in every way, just as we are, and conquered sin. I love that. He was tempted in every way that we were, yet he conquered sin. And yes, Jesus was, you know, was the son of God or is the son of God. And he was perfect. He's perfect in every way, but he also conquered sin. The Bible tells us clearly that not only was he tempted, but he also was able to conquer the things that he was tempted over. You have the ability, you have the Holy, if you have the Holy Spirit in you, then you are a conqueror. You have that ability to say, no, 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 I'm not going to medicate myself with something unhealthy that's going to lead me down a path of destruction. It goes on to say this. So now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our time of weakness. So Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, I want to encourage you to go back and read that as well as Matthew 26, 41. Uh, But just this conversation, this idea on temptation, that temptation is not sin, and yet yielding to temptation is like taking a shortcut that leads to a dead end. And I just, I just encourage you guys to think about on, think on some of these things. And uh, I do, I I do pray that um, this has been helpful for you guys just to sort of take a little inventory of what uh, temptations maybe you are walking through in your life. Um, Please know that I would love to help in any way possible. If you are, if you are indeed struggling with a sexual addiction you know, pornography or uh, fantasies, you know, sexual fantasies, masturbation, uh, you know, sexual addiction of pretty much any nature. Uh, we would love to help you at Purity for Life, which is our website, which is pflhome.com. And again, that's Purity for Life is the ministry. Uh, the Pure Gold podcast is one that is something that we uh, we try to do regularly and uh, love to encourage you uh, along your journey for sexual integrity and sexual purity. All right. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Easter Sunday tomorrow. He is risen and he's alive and he's implanted in you the power to be a conqueror and to love him and uh, to, to be, uh, to live successfully. Thanks for listening to Pure Gold, our weekly podcast from Purity for Life. Don't forget to visit our website for additional content, including our entire podcast archive, articles, links, and videos to help encourage you on your journey for sexual purity. All this and more can be found at pflhome.com.